good people. How are y'all doing today? Oh, listen, um, a little worship music at the start, you know, to get you going. Y'all, welcome to another episode of Table for Daughters podcast. I am so excited to be with you guys for yet another episode of the podcast. I know when we spoke last, I was telling y'all I was going to rock with y'all in April. April was going to be my last month. Listen, girl, life happens, but guess what? We are here. I have today's episode and another episode, and that will serve as the season finale for Table for Daughters podcast. Um, I hope that you all have been well, that you've been out here just like living your best life, doing all the things that you need to do just in order to you know, just continue this daughter journey and this journey of identity just as a daughter in Christ and just resting in him and just being in, you know, that healthy space. So I'm excited to have y'all tune in to me. So if you're new to the podcast, my name is Amanda Ross, but I'm known on these internet streets as at Hello Miss Ross. The mission of everything I do is to provide resources, content, and experiences that reintroduce women to their identity and inheritance as daughters of God. This podcast is just one of the ways that I do that. So sit back, relax, and welcome to the table for daughters. So you guys, um, I feel like I want to start singing Selena. Um, and I'm dreaming of you tonight till tomorrow. I'll be holding you tight. Listen, stop worry about those vocals. But y'all, I have been dreaming. So the Lord doesn't always speak to me in dreams, but when he does, he does. And I know that the dreams are from him because I can remember every single detail vividly. I can usually like feel what's happening in the dream while it's happening. It's like kind of weird to explain, but lately y'all, I have been having some dreams and today's podcast is inspired from one of the dreams that I had and just the revelations that I got when I woke and I just really began to ask Holy Spirit to explain to me like what is it what did it what did this mean what did this represent so I'm gonna paint this picture of my dream for you guys and just talk to you guys about the process of letting go in the midst of transition we all know that transition can be difficult Transition can also be exciting. I think we want change. We want better. We want what God has for us. We want the vision that he set out set out for us. We want the picture. Like we see those things. We have those things in our mind. But a lot of times we don't anticipate what we will have to leave in the process in order to walk into the new things God is calling us to. And transition can just be a difficult time because you almost don't realize how attached you are to old identities until you're being introduced to new ones. You don't know how attached you are to old relationships until you're being forced into new ones. You don't know how attached you are to the security and the comfort of where you are until you're faced with the unfamiliarity and the discomfort of where God is taking you. Um, Any person, you give them the keys to success, the keys to win, they're going to be excited. They're going to take those things. They're going to apply it. But if you say, Hey, you know, here's this goal, but you can go however you want to go with it. Or, Hey, just try it. Or, Hey, just trust me. I'm a blindfold. You just walk this way. The excitement is not going to be as, um, 
as heightened as it would be in a situation where someone like laid those things out for you. And I think a lot of times when we go through transition, Holy Spirit guides us, he leads us, he counsels us, but we don't always get a step-by-step guide of, hey, do this, do that. I think a lot of following Christ is the application of faith. It's the believing, it's the knowing, it's the resting, it's the looking for him speaking, it's the looking for the confirmations, it's looking for what he's saying in his word to align with what you're hearing and what you're seeing and what you're sensing the Holy Spirit is saying to you. So yeah, y'all, we're gonna talk about just the 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 process and the pain sometimes that is associated with transition. But if you are a person right now who's in the middle of a transition and you're going from one place to another, which we all are to a certain extent, but for some of us right now, it can feel like, whoa, this is a big transition. It's something I didn't anticipate. I'm really praying that, you know, your ears will be opened up to hear what Holy Spirit has to say to you on this podcast. And that something I share is able to encourage you where you are because I know it's not easy, but I promise you um, it's going to be worth it. So let's get to the dream. So in my dream, I first see myself at an airport. So I'm in the airport. Um, in this particular dream, I was with my boyfriend um, and there's even some significance to that, but Um, I was with my boyfriend and it almost felt like we were like going on our honeymoon. Like we, it seemed like we were married. We, I could just feel like we were going on a trip. We were going somewhere. We were going to somewhere tropical. It's like I was seeing, um, you know, like the little resorts, how they have the little brochures and stuff. It looked like it might've been like Thailand or Bali, just somewhere like really tropical that we were going. So we were in the airport and we were, um, going through, like, you know, TSA in the baggage and like walking through. So we got through TSA and I had like a lot of bags on me. I had like a duffel bag. I had a rollaway bag. I had on a backpack and I had my purse. So I had four bags on me. He also had a lot of bags. So after we got through TSA, we were walking together. And for whatever reason, there was like a hospital, like medical desk, um, on the way to the gate, and I said, babe, like, let's pause because I need to, like, resituate my stuff because, um, like, the way I'm carrying it right now, it just, it just doesn't feel comfortable. And he couldn't take any of um, my stuff because he had, like, a backpack and he had a duffel bag. So he just wasn't in a position to take um, some of my things, right? He had things of his own. But I just had like this ridiculous amount of stuff. Again, a rollaway bag, a duffel bag that was like, you know, sitting on my crossbody, a backpack, and I had my, my purse. So after we got to TSA, for whatever reason in this dream, there was like a medical office, kind of like what a clinic looks like. Um, and it's like the front desk. So I stopped to situate my stuff and all of a sudden my bag, um, my rollaway bag just starts kind of like rolling away from me. It's like this black and white polka dot bag. It looked exactly like the luggage that I actually do own and I have. Um, and it just starts rolling away. So I'm trying to like resituate my duffel, my book bag and my purse. And then my, my duffel bag, the rollaway I had, you know, of course I had to release my hand to move the other stuff and it just started rolling away from me. So it starts rolling away and, um, it rolls into this medical office. Like, it's almost like, you know, they have those medical windows where it's like half, half like door, like where they have almost like, imagine a door, but cut in half where it's like the bottom part is where they're sitting in the desk and then they have like the clear plexiglass and stuff. So it rolls away. And for whatever reason, it goes into this medical office space 
and I see it happening. So I go up to the desk and I'm like, hey, like you have my luggage, like my luggage is rolling in here. I need it back. And she's like, we don't have your luggage. We don't know what you're talking about. And I'm like, I just saw my luggage roll in here. Like, I'm not understanding why you don't, you know, why you're lying to me. Like I saw my luggage roll in here. I want my luggage back. Like you have my luggage. Um, so the lady's like, we don't have your luggage. We don't know what you're talking about. Like, I'm so sorry. Like we don't have your luggage. So I go over to, um, my boyfriend and I'm like, babe, like I saw my luggage, like go in there. Like I need my luggage. Like I have all my stuff packed for this trip. I was prepared for this trip. I was ready for this trip. Everything's organized. Like, what am I going to wear when we get to destination? Like, what am I going to wear on our trip, babe? Like I planned this, I planned that. Like, and I was, I was just getting like super frustrated. So He's like, let's just go to the gate. Let's just, you know, give it some time. So we go to the gate and then I'm like, babe, like I got to go back and get my luggage. Like I cannot get on this plane without my luggage. So I go back over to the medical desk and now it's like two desks instead of one. I don't know. One just magically appeared in my dream. So I go up, I pass the first desk because I'm like, y'all got an attitude. Y'all lied to me the first time. I don't even want to talk to y'all because I know y'all be lying. So I went up to the second desk and I saw my luggage like through the glass. Like I literally laid my eyes on it and I saw it and I said, hey ma'am, that's my luggage right there. Um, it rolled in here earlier. The lady told me that it wasn't mine, but I'm looking at my luggage and I'm like, I have a red dress in there. I have a denim dress in there. I have these type of earrings. I have this organized. The name on the tag is this. It's a Jessica Simpson, um, you know, luggage. Like I have, and I'm giving her like vivid description of every single thing in my luggage. And I'm like, that's my luggage. I need it now. Um, and she's like, I'm sorry, man, we can't give you your luggage. And I started to get a little, you know, a little irritated because I'm like, I see my luggage. I know it's mine and I need it for my trip. Like the plane is about to take off. We only have so much time at the gate until it's time for the plane to take off. And I'm like, imagining myself getting over, you know, into our destination with nothing to wear because everything I packed in my luggage is now being taken away from me. So the ladies that like, we can't give you your luggage, we're so sorry. Then all of a sudden, this woman comes out and she has on one of the dresses that I had um, in my luggage and she had my rollaway bag. So she had on one of my dresses, it was like a pink dress and she had my rollaway bag and she just like walked past me and... I'm like, you have my luggage. Why do you, why do you have my luggage? This girl's up here with my clothes on. She got my stuff on. Like, why does she have my luggage? This is mine. Like, I don't understand what's going on right now. So at this time, my boyfriend comes around. He's like, you know, babe, you need to calm down. And I'm like, like, she has my luggage. Like she's wearing my stuff. And she's about to literally walk out this hospital with all of my stuff on. Like, why does she have my stuff? And this girl is almost like she wasn't responding at all to anything I was saying her she like kind of had like this straight face and she just like walked right past me and she walked all the way out the door like it was almost like the end of like a, a like a hospital hallway and she like walked like all the way out the door and I'm just in a space where I'm just like going off at the people I'm like you guys knew that was my luggage you knew you saw the girl there you I told you it was mine I could tell you what was in it and you just let this girl walk out with my luggage and I'm like literally before the girl got out the door fully I'm like trying to fight her like I'm pushing her I'm getting rowdy I'm getting really upset and she finally you know the girl left with my luggage and I'm looking at the medical people like, man, why'd y'all do that to me? Like, what am I going to wear now? So I turned to my boyfriend. I'm like, babe, like, what am I going to wear when we get to the trip? Like, 
why like how are we I, everything that I packed to be prepared for this trip was in my luggage and they took it from me like you took my luggage like <laughs> I'm like babe, I had everything organized like I had the stuff ready I bought all this stuff that I needed for the trip I knew we were gonna go do this so I bought that I knew we were gonna do this so I got that and I got this and I got that and what he said to me was he said you can get everything you need when we get to the destination. And that's when I woke up from my train. All right. So let's do some um, breaking it down, down, down. So, um, yeah. So I was talking, um, you know, just trying to ask Holy Spirit, like, okay, what does this mean? What am I supposed to take from this? What do I leave in in this? And I know for me specifically, when I dream, I don't usually remember dreams. So if I do, I know there is extreme significance to it. And I actually end up having a dream that was very similar um, to this one, like different, but the but the concept was the same, which is how I know, okay, like, Lord, you gave it to me once and you gave me a confirmation because I had a very a dream that was a different circumstance, but the message was the same. So let's talk about this dream. Let's break this down. So number one, you have me going to a new destination. You have me going to a new place. You have me going into what we could say is a representation of a new season, a new location, a new area, a new something. I'm going from where I am to where I'm supposed to go next. Um, you also have this um, interesting character of my boyfriend who's in the dream, who, like I said, in the dream, I felt like we were going on a honeymoon or something. Um, so it was even representative of like, okay, in the dream, it felt like we had just gotten married or something. We were going to a honeymoon. So like we had just walked into a new season. So I was going to a new season, a new place with, with him. I had never done that before. So we get through TSA and then all of a sudden I'm like, Hey, I'm a little heavy right now. I have a lot of weights on me. I need to like resituate myself. And, um, my luggage streams into this, you know, medical office, this medical place. And what does a hospital or like a medical thing represent? Like healing. Sometimes there's there's surgery there. There's um, things, things are born, things die there. Um, but for me, I think it definitely represented like healing, like transition, like, you know, all this space. So I go to the gate and, you know, I'm, I'm flustered. I come back. And I'm like, I see it. I see what belongs to me in this medical facility. And I'm like, I want you to give me what is mine. And they're like, hey, we can't give you that. Like, we're sorry. Like, there was never a point where she said it wasn't mine. But she just said, hey, we, we can't give you that. You can't have that anymore. And then you have this girl who walks out in my dress with my luggage and she like goes out the hospitals almost like you know those movies where like there's like a light and like the person like goes through the light and they like disappear um which could represent like the 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 death of an old version of me um the transition of a old mentality or just something about me like being let go like she took all the stuff that I thought I needed she put on the dress that I thought I was gonna wear she wore it and she completely walked out um so when I think about this dream and I think about, you know, just what Holy Spirit was teaching me through it, I think it, it goes back to this concept of transition. And I think a lot of us in our lives, we are at an airport 
<laughs> you know, we're at the airport of destiny, the airport of purpose, the airport of, you know, what God has in store for us. Some of us are at the airport of relationships, right? We're going to go from point B to from point A, excuse me, to point B. We have someone somewhere where we're going to depart from and somewhere we're going to arrive to. And we're going through this process. And a lot of us, like me and my dream, we got a lot on us going into it. Um, and I vividly remember in the dream when I was arguing with the nurses at the desk and I, I was telling them, I was like, I like plan this. Like I have this, I have that. And I like specifically could lay out to them every single item of clothing that I had. And in my mind, like I could feel myself associating the items of clothing I had with what I anticipated I would do in this new destination. So like I got a bathing suit because I'm like, we're going to go on the beach. I have this dress because I want to take this picture. I have this because of that. I have this fancy thing because we're going to go to this dinner. So like I had almost like mapped out everything that I felt like I needed to go into this new place. And I got extremely offended when all of my like preparation and planning almost got like thrown in my face because I'm like, I am prepared. I am ready to go to this new place. And you're taking everything that I have spent so much time, like stocking up to get me ready, like based upon what I believe and what I feel. Um, and I think that a lot of us, like we kind of have that same mentality, right. And, and we, we do all these things. Like we make all these preparations. We make all these plans. Like we kind of try to fail proof or bulletproof or hurt proof or difficulty proof a transition season or a step of faith when it's like, yeah, you plan the outfits and yeah, you anticipated this on the, the trip and this at the destination. But honestly, like what happens when it's taken from you? What happens when, you know, the the mission is get on a boat and your life jacket, you know, gets dropped once you take off? What happens when the mission is jump off the plane and, you know, the, the things are missing, right? Like, there's kind of this moment where you freak out and you're just like, well, wait a minute. Like, can I still go? Should I still go? Is it wise to still go? And you almost look at you know, this medical facilities, this place that represents healing and all this stuff is like, uh, um, an opponent or an enemy when in actuality it could be a, a, a God thing, right? Where all these things that you're anticipating you need, you actually don't need. Um, and if maybe if you took it, it would not be to your, to your good. Maybe if you took it, you would miss out on the new clothes that you're supposed to wear because you're so obsessed with, I plan this outfit for Monday and this outfit for Tuesday and this outfit for Wednesday. And I think if you're like me, I ain't really a fan of the, of the spontaneity. You know what I'm saying? I like, I like plans, you know, I like for things to go as they should go. Like, uh, one, two, three, four, five. All right. Now, how you, how did you do two, six, seven, eight? Like what? <laughs> It don't work like that, right? So even when it comes to this moment of my luggage, I just remember like vividly knowing what I planned and like just being so offended that she tried to take it from me. And I'm just like, yo, like I know that that's my luggage and you guys took it away. Um, And I think even when it comes to this girl who I like saw my luggage and I saw this girl, she had on one of my dresses and she had my bag and she just like walked past me and she walked out. And I think um, for me personally, and I think, you know, you can, you guys can glean and take from it, 
you know, as Holy Spirit guides you to. For me, I think it was a representation of a version of myself I feel like I had to be to walk into that new season of life. And I think that there are spaces and places inside of us where we almost hide behind, how do I want to say this? I think there are spaces and places inside of us where we portray a false confidence that is almost like exposed when we get stripped of all the things that we're actually using as our confidence. I know that was a lot. Let me try to say it differently. For some of us, it's not that we really believe that we can do it. It's that we have a certification or we have this person that's doing it with us or we have this level of support or we have this much money. It's not actually that we're confident like, hey, like God said it, I can do it. Like it's the thing, like I can go here. I'm down for the transition. Sometimes it's the the accessories that we put on and the additions that we add on that is really where we rest our confidence in. And I think for me, seeing this girl walk past me, wearing my dress, having my luggage and like just leaving out. And I'm just like faced with this decision of like, hey, like, man, I got to go on this trip. Like it's almost time for us to board the plane. And she just left with all my stuff. And like, she didn't even look at me. She didn't even blink. Like she just kind of walked past me and was going out the door with my stuff. And I think there are, you know, places and parts of us that really have put our confidence in other things, but the word of God or God's, you know, confidence in us, right? Like we, we, we say like, yeah, God, I believe you, but it's really the accessories that we rest in. And for me, seeing that girl walk out, it was this moment of me coming to a resolve and to a space of understanding of like, hey, like I don't have to have everything I think I need to be able to walk into this new space. I feel like there are places that God will call us to and there are things that God will ask us to do that require less than we think from us right like we think like oh my goodness like the lord is you know calling me to this that means that i need to da 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 and sometimes the question isn't like god what do what do it's not so much god what do i need to do it's god what are what am i supposed to hear what am i supposed to understand god what am i supposed to trust in you to do Holy Spirit, what am I supposed to ask you to help me with? What am I supposed to tap in that I have access to from you? Um, And I think another view of this dream as well, it's not just a picture of, hey, you going into a new season and not needing all you think you need. I think sometimes it's as well, you going into a season trying to carry people that you don't need to carry. I think one thing I've learned in this year that has been extremely difficult for me is just the the arts and the beauty of relationship transition. I think that I was always a person who just felt like 
we're once friends, we're always friends, we're always supposed to be together, like, I can't transition relationship, like, I gotta fight for every relationship, we got, I gotta have a conversation with every person that I have, you know, a conflict with, I gotta make sure they know, make sure they understand, make sure they get it, if we were like this in elementary school, we need to be like this for life, and, you know, I just gotta ebb and flow with the seasons of life, and I think what I'm learning is, how to give myself permission to assess what I need in this season of my life and make decisions in my relationships based upon that. I think so many times we are just doing what we've always done and being who we've always been and hanging with who we've always hung with and, you know, confiding in who we've always confided in without having a moment to upgrade our knowledge of who we are and what we need and what's required from us right now. And, I just think sometimes relationally, relationships are so important and so essential. And I think it's a sensitive space for us because even when you think about, you know, I forgot who, what pastor it was, but he was saying like the Trinity, like the, the father, son, and the spirit, like three in one. Right. But that's relationship. Like we were introduced to relationship. Like you have like Adam and you have Eve, like relationships are just this thing, right. That we have to constantly just kind of ebb and flow um, in, in our lives and just learn how to navigate into, um, pivot through relationships are a beautiful gift from God. You know, they, they're just necessary. Everything in life is a relationship, right? Like everything is, you have a relationship with your money, you have a relationship with your body, you have a relationship with your friend. Like you, we don't get away from relationships, but I think that, what I have definitely learned in this season of my life when it comes to transition, whether it's a transition from, you know, one career to another or from one state to another or from one relationship to another or from one level of identity to another, from one, you know, commitment to God to another, whatever it is, I think in transition, we got to expect some shedding. Transition just requires a shed. It requires a moment for you to say, if I'm going to a new place, what else needs to be new? If I'm going to a new season, what what else is new in that in that space and in that place? I think about um Thank you, Holy Spirit. I think about when I moved from Georgia to Chicago. I moved from Georgia to Chicago probably almost two years ago. It'll be two years this August. Um and my, my, one of my best friends, Tyra, shout out to you, Tyra, girl, I love you. She, um, was down to take the ride with me. And I remember I knew God told me to move to Chicago. I didn't have the means to like get the whole moving truck. My parents can come with me. They were older. So I was like, yo, like whatever can fit in my little Ultima and give room for me and Tyra is what's going to go with me to Chicago. Anything else besides that, it ain't going to be able to go with me. And I was in a space of transition. And I think that, (laughs) you know, I remember literally cleaning out, you know, I I went to college. I went to, um, I went to undergrad after undergrad. I stayed in my college town, lived there for a couple years. And then God told me to come back home. I did grad school at home. After being at home for a while, I moved, you know, to Chicago and I remember in my time of transition and moving, I was, you know, sleeping in a room that I had grew up in, right? My whole life. So I'm looking at all this stuff and I'm like, yo, do I really need the diary I had in the fifth grade? Do I really need my high school yearbook 
<laughs> you know, this outfit, these workout clothes that I was wearing, do I really want this? Does my prom dress need to go? All this stuff, right, that I had in my departure point. Like my departure point had all this stuff, right? All these things that had accumulated over time and piled up over time and stacked up. But when it came time for me to depart and go to my new place of arrival, I had to ask myself, okay, God, if 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 the space in my Ultima is all I have, what is essential for this new season? Not not excessive, not what I want, not what makes me feel comfortable, not what I love to look at, or, you know, it's nostalgic for me to look at my old high school yearbook, or it'll be great for me to take my prom dress as this goal of like, can I get myself back into it? But is that essential? It's not. What's essential? Okay. I need to, you know, bring my bed. I need to bring, you know, my guitar. I need to bring um, my laptop. I need to bring my chargers. I need to bring, you know, some clothes. Like what is actually essential for this new space? And I think with transition, it's, it's that same thing. Like what's essential for you right now? You know, what are the things that God is saying are necessary for where you're going and everything else? Let it go. Yes, they took my luggage, but clearly I didn't need it. And I think about the last portion of my dream where my boyfriend looks at me and he says, you know, babe, whatever you need, we can get it when we get there. And I think, (laughs) y'all, that's a word, right? Whatever you need, you can get it when you get there. I think there's this balance of saying, God, prepare me for my next season. Prepare me for my next season. I think that's beautiful. I think it's necessary, right? We need to ask God to prepare prepare us. But I think in addition to that, one thing that we should probably add to our prayer is, God, prepare me for the next season and also prepare me for what I'm unprepared for. Like, and when I say that, (laughs) I mean, God, give me the mentality, give me the trust, give me the confidence in you to not walk into something and freak out because I feel like I'm unprepared. Help me change my perspective, right? Like I could look at this as man, like I plan all this stuff. I plan all these outfits out. Like they took my luggage. I'm not going to be able to get, you know, where all this, where all that. Or it could be like, man, I wonder what new clothes are on the island. I wonder what we could get there. Man, it's going to be a really cool experience for me to pick something out. And then, you know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's all about like that perspective. So yes, God, prepare me. But help me to be, be, help me to fall in love with sometimes being unprepared. And I think as well, um, one of the things that we sometimes struggle with is just like this balance of um, being worthy enough, right? I think if I'm completely honest and transparent with you guys, one thing that, um, you know, it, it isn't a thing now, but I, I know what God is, you know, told me and I'm just, you know, waiting on the, the word of the Lord to manifest. God's will be done. But for me, y'all, I am a perfectionist. I've talked to y'all so much about perfectionism on this podcast. I think my perfectionism struggle is one of the places where I really see God show up as father the most for me. Um, because I think the thing about perfectionism is that, you think perfect means acceptance and anything less than that means rejection. So you're constantly on this ebb and flow of trying to find the middle ground. Like finding the middle as a perfectionist is a difficult task. Um, 
And one of the things that's kind of been a new thing in my face right now is when it comes to marriage, right? So I've been, you know, dating my boyfriend for a while. We're really serious. We were praying about things and just like seeking God out. Um, and I do believe that, you know, he is the person that God has called me to be in covenant with. And I'm just waiting on the word of the Lord to manifest. We've been talking about stuff, having a lot more serious conversations, you know, we're, you know, we're out here, right? Your girl's terrified. I want to know why I'm terrified because I don't know how to prepare for what I have never experienced. And there's a part of me that wants to say, babe, let's read 30 marriage books and let's do five years of premarital counseling. And then let's like, uh, I don't know, let's shadow a married couple for two weeks. And then let's like, you know, fast for 40 days and 40 nights so that we can bulletproof our marriage and make sure everything is perfect and we never have any issue because I want to be perfect and I'm so scared that I'm not perfect and how do I like make our marriage perfect because da, 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 da. so there's almost a space in me that wants to obsess over how do I prepare enough how do I how do I bulletproof this enough how do I get it ready enough but here's what I'm learning <laughs> you can't you can't, and I just give that as an example, but I think the example is universal. A new job, the new career, yes, prepare, study, cool, but day one, you're still a new employee on the job. You don't know. Yeah, you got the skill. Yeah, you got the education. Yeah, you got the degree. Yes, you know the lingo, but you don't know what you're doing. You don't know what you're walking into. There's no way to set yourself up for 100% success on day one, right? You're about to be a mom. Yes, you can read the baby books, right? You can go to the Lamaze class. You can you can consult with your doctor. You can do an organic vegan diet and have the baby pillow and do all the stuff. But guess what? <laughs> you still have to learn it when you get there. So I'm saying all this to say this, guys. Here, here's a couple things that I'm learning. And I'm hoping that you can, you know, glean from this. I pray this resonates with you. Um, but here's what I'm really learning. I'm learning that as God is leading me into new spaces, I have to fall in love with the unexpected just as much as I'm in love with the expected. I'm learning that God's invitation to a new thing or his invitation to let go of an old thing is about trusting him more than it is about anything else. Like, it's not even about being in a destination. It's about the process of growing in your faith and your trust and your confidence in the Lord and his word and Holy Spirit, his direction. Like, that's what it's really about. I'm learning that there are people and places and things that I want to carry with me everywhere, but they are weighing me down more than they are lifting me up. And when it comes to this crossroad, I had to choose myself. And I got to be okay with whatever residuals happen from that. But if it's me versus you and I'm going to die, if I don't let you go, I'm sorry. I got to let you go. I'm learning that I can get what I need when I get there. Yes, I can prepare. Yes, I can plan. 
But when when unexpected happens, it's Holy Spirit help. It's Holy Spirit give me direction. It's not, oh my gosh, no, 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 God. I don't want to, uh-uh, no, I got to, no, let's stall it. Let's push it back. Let's let's extend the date. Like, I don't have this and I don't have that. And I, I had this plan and I got to do that. It's Holy Spirit, like, okay, I had my luggage. I was packed. I was ready to go. Like, they took it. <laughs> what's, what's, I need counsel. Like, what's, what's, what's next now? What does this mean? Like, what am I supposed to do? Help me. Guide me. You're welcome. Like, show me show me the way all right we we got a different plan holy spirit okay cool like okay let's go i'm learning to protect my peace by constantly making the necessary decisions to keep it and maintain it right like (laughs) i could have spent hours in that airport in my dream harping to the people about how the girl just left with my luggage. Or I could go get on the plane and enjoy my vacation and just get what I need when I get there, right? Like, sometimes we just got to protect our peace, y'all. I'm learning that transition is difficult, but with Holy Spirit, it's not going to be to my detriment. I may experience difficulty, but it's not going to be to my detriment. So listen, y'all, I hope this podcast has encouraged you today. Um, Yeah, I really hope it has. Man, y'all, transition is different. It's hard, man. It's so hard, but I, I just really hope you're encouraged today and that you know, like, Whatever that luggage is for for you, whatever the, hey, you took my luggage is for you, you can get what you need on the journey. You can get what you need on destination. There's no way for you to perfect your, your process before going into it. There's no way for you to bulletproof it. There's no way for you to pack everything you need. Like some of that stuff you're going to have to get along the way. Some of that stuff you're not going to. You're not going to have and you're going to have to feel, oh, snap, I don't have this. Well, I know for next time. Let me go get it now. But don't not take the trip. Take the trip, sis. Trust God. <laughs> take the trip. Like, trip is good. Destination is beautiful. You just may get there with a little less than you expected to have. But I promise you, Holy Spirit is going to make sure you have what you need. So, yes, thank you for listening to today's episode of the podcast. I'm going to pray for y'all real quick. And um, we're going to end this episode today. And then we got one more for the season finale of season two. So, Lord, I just thank you for the for this day, God. I thank you for every single person who's listening to this podcast, every single one who, um, you know, c- came across this podcast. I know it's not by chance. It's definitely your divine will that they, you know, happened upon it and they were able to see it, Lord. So, God, I just pray for those who are in transition right now who are just really experiencing this kind of shock of like, wait, like I I thought I had this and I I feel like I need this and I don't have it and I don't know and oh man, I wasn't prepared to let that go. God, I'm just asking you to just help them continue to take the journey. Help them to just grow in their confidence of you. Help them to know that you anticipated you know, where they would be and what they would have and what they would not have and who would be with them and who wouldn't be with them. And God, you still set up, 
you know, this season for their victory and for their triumph. So, Lord, I'm praying that you give them strength, that you would give them the boldness to follow you um, regardless to how they feel. I'm asking that you would just give them wisdom and instruction and guidance in the midst of unexpected. I'm asking, Lord God, that you would help us let go of every single weight that is, you know, just trying to weigh us down, God. And you would just help us to embrace this this freeing experience of trusting you even when we don't know um, what's to come, even when we don't know what's to be expected. Lord, we thank you that our worth is not depended upon or contingent upon anything else but your decision that like the like the decisions that you made about us and what you declared over us God that's where we get our work from God it's not from our success it's not from our relationships it's not from our what, what amount of money in our bank account it's not from that God it, it comes from you and we thank you that it's constant and it's solid and it's consistent we don't have to worry about it ever changing so Lord I just pray for everyone in transition right now that you would uplift them that you would encourage them I pray that they podcast encourage them in some type of way and they're able to take something here and apply it to their life but i thank you right now for um people who are listening to this god and i just even hear you saying like some people after listening to this podcast the the message for for them is just to stop battling the process god i just really feel like you're going to give a lot of people just rest in the process stop battling the process and just really embracing um just the process that you're taking them through and not fighting it, but actually taking that moment to rest in it. And God, in the midst of that rest, they're going to find that you're there and that you're guiding them and you have specific instructions. But sometimes we got to just quiet that noise to be able to hear you and just rid ourselves of the distractions of our complaints and our worries and our fears and our anxieties and sit still enough to be able to hear what it is that you're saying to us. So God, I just pray that over them now. And I thank you for what you're doing in their lives. And it's in Jesus name I pray. Amen. Well, listen, y'all, thank you for listening to this episode of Table for Daughters podcast. If it blessed you in any way, please head on over to Instagram. Send me a DM. I love to get your voice memo specifically. If you hit the little audio button in the, I think it's in the left-hand corner, you can send me an auto message. Just let me know how this podcast blessed you or send me a DM, share it on your Insta stories, tag me. I'm at hello, Miss Ross on M on Instagram that's H-E-L-L-O-M-S-R-O-S-S and um, I would love to hear how this episode bless you I'm praying for you I'm excited for you I know transition is so difficult but you got it girl